This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Greetings Grapple fans and welcome along to the Pro Wrestling Index podcast right here on the Anfield Index podcast channel. There's a lot of podcasts there. It's WrestleMania weekend, which means it's episode one, two, three, and guy, it's easy as ABC. I told you I was going to do it. Yeah, you, you, you threatened that, Andy. You threatened that, Andy. <laughs> Uh, what can I say? I'm excited. It's WrestleMania weekend. Uh, doesn't that fill you with excitement? Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be honest, me neither. Uh, it's actually, I'm getting to the point where I'm thinking, you know what? Do I, do I have to stop watching? Do Should I really stop watching on a regular basis? Because I just, I, I don't feel it. It's WrestleMania weekend and I don't feel it. It's like, I'm not looking forward to Christmas. Is there something wrong with me? Um, yeah, I think there's just a bit too much, isn't it, now? Um, that's the problem. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, TV's not really helped. That's probably the best way of putting it. I mean, I'm, I'm quite looking forward to some of it, but the TV this week for a go-home shows of Raw and SmackDown has been bad. Um mm. Apart from the odd segment, a couple of segments have been really good, but some of them are just like, wow, what's going yeah. on there? Exactly. Yeah, it's. <clears throat> I think you said it right there. You know, some things do look good. Um, looking forward to bits and pieces of it, but it's just the arduous nature of of, look, of thinking. You've got to sit through around about six or seven hours of pro wrestling, and <clears throat> for all I've been a, a fan for longer than I care to uh, remember. And I do enjoy it. Six, seven hours at one sitting, it's just it's just a bit too much for me, guy. It's like it's like sitting through an eight hour football match, you know, it just <laughs> there's only so much you can sit through. There's only so much your emotions can handle. Yeah, I mean six, seven, eight, I think I've seen eight hours rumoured. Um it's just Simply too much. I mean, that's literally how long I should be asleep for. <laughs> and <laughs> and, and then be the case. there's a fair chance you might be asleep yeah, through some of it, it as well. It depends how early on um, Baron Corbin's on, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh, 
it's just simply it's simply too much. Uh, we we um, love NXT, and that's normally three hours, three and a half hours tops, which is an episode of Raw. Um, but yeah, I mean WrestleMania, I, I love it. I will love it. I'll enjoy it. But when we come on to next week and we're podding about it, I imagine half of it's going to be crap because it always is. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real shame. Um, so, yeah, look, it, WrestleMania, it's, it is, it's a massive weekend for wrestling fans. As we spoke about last week, you know, so much going on. It will be a huge spectacle. Um, and so we've got NXT Friday, um, as we mentioned Last week we did do the the full preview, so uh, just a quick run through. It's Pete Dunn versus Walter for the uh, NXT UK Championship. Uh, we've got Velveteen Dream versus Matt Riddle for the North American Championship. There's a fatal four way for the NXT Women's Championship: Shayna Baszler, Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, Kyrie Sane. Uh, War Raiders are taking on Alistair Black and Ricochet for the NXT Tag Team Titles. And Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole in a two out of three falls match for the vacant NXT Championship. And as we mentioned last week, guy, that in itself, you know, that looked a fantastic card. Should be a great night. I'd say the full preview is up there. Uh, we spoke to Scott Monroe, who's been to the last four or five WrestleManias uh, and can pay personal testimony to just how incredible those events are. So uh, that one certainly looks good, doesn't it, Guy? Looking forward to that one. Yeah, I mean, we covered it in the review quite well, but it, it's just, it's simply going to be awesome. And I, I'm normally not the fan of the women's division on NXT, but even, even that match for me looks like it'll be at least mad fun with the with the other people in it. But yeah, it's, it, it's going to steal the weekend again like it normally does. Yeah, and Saturday night is the Hall of Fame. So this year we've got the Honky Tonk Man, we've got Tory Wilson, we've got Brutus the Barber Beefcake, um, we've also headlined by um, Degeneration X, and as I scroll down, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've also got the Heart Foundation and Harlem Heat going in. So Booker T is going to be a two-time Hall of Famer. So um, providing they can keep it to less than two hours, I think that should be quite interesting. Um. Yeah, because you know them. Because <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's the key on it, though. If it's kept brief, you know, you don't have anyone up there for more than sort of 10 to 15 minutes, they can relive some memories, a few stories from the road, and I think that can be entertaining. It can be fun in itself. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't really watch it every year, but I mean, Kurt Angle a couple of years ago, Mick Foley a good few years ago. Um, they're just not they're normally good fun. Um, so it'll be interesting to see see who's the fun one this year and who's the one who takes all the limelight and spends about six hours talking about nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'll refrain from that one. <clears throat> so WrestleMania thirty five, the card. As I look down it, guy, I do not see the Undertaker. I do not see John Cena. So to this year, we have um, Undertaker in full regalia sat in the front row waiting for John Cena to turn up so he can challenge him to a match. I hope he's dressed as John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I just don't, I don't want to see Undertaker wrestle again. Mm, I, I really think, don't. I think it's a sad sight. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. But unfortunately, I think he is penciled in for the Saudi thing, which... 
will be bad again for the third yeah. time. That'll probably be the John Cena match, I imagine, <clears throat> unless Cena rejects yeah. to go again. <clears throat> but we, we do have some other old guys taking part. Um oh, <laughs> uh, they, first they, things they can first walk, though. though. They can walk these others. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Two of them can, one can't. Um <laughs> Uh, first of all, though, we, we do have um, the creative have got nothing for you, Battle Royals, for the women and the men. Um, good opportunity to go to the toilet. Well, I think both of them have been confirmed for the pre-show, so it'll be a long-ass toilet break. <laughs> Might just, oh, skip, yeah. just skip the pre-show. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, these two matches look awful. Um, I mean, the Saturday Night Live guys are in the men's one. So, how nice. many how many shows is it? Well, the the, the uh, men's battle royale mem- memorial battle royale battle royale battle royale is it's now getting beyond um, how shite it was even a couple of years ago where like, Mojo Rawley was winning it. We we I I'm sure. Oh my! I forgot about. Yeah. I totally forgot that it actually Apparently happened. Matt Hardy won it as well. I think I'm sure I heard that on TV, and I can't remember that. Oh. <laughs> um, uh- Oh, that was last year, wasn't it, when Bray Wyatt turned up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, just in this little side note, um, Bray Wyatt, he's not been on TV, but he, he is having a child, him and uh, Jojo, the announcer. Yeah, he's, he's fit to come back as well, I think. That's one of the mm. rumours. So that might be something. He like... might turn up in the um, in the men's creative I've got nothing for your battle royal. I hope they don't. Because, I mean, two years in a row is pretty bad. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, if you might as well whack him on the night after on SmackDown or Raw, I suppose, if you want him to be at least a part of one of the rosters. But, um, yeah, it, it, it's a weird one with him. But, yeah, these the battle royals are shit. I mean, who, who, just just give us a sentence, Andy. Who would you, who would you like to see win them? Um, oh God! If you know who's in them, <laughs> I, I honestly pick, don't know who's in them, so pick, it doesn't really. Not <laughs> I'm not going to watch, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. And um, I just <clears throat> the big hint there on SmackDown was uh, Asuka for the women's, and mm. and it's like that really doesn't make up for the horrendous way that you've treated her and booked her. Ah, yes, we haven't talked so, about that yet, have we? Yeah. We'll get to that. <clears throat> yeah, we'll get to that. So anyway, they're, they're the, the two pointless battle royals that nobody's interested in. Also on the pre-show is the uh, Cruiserweight Championship, Buddy Murphy against Tony Nice, which um, I'm sure will be entertaining, but I don't watch 205, so I have no vested interest whatsoever in that one. I don't know about you, Guy. Same for me. Um, I, I, I think these are both still heels, unless something's changed on TV. Um, yeah, exactly. So um, I'm going to expect Buddy Murphy to win, cause yeah, why why would he drop it to Tony Nice? <laughs> I mean, this this is probably the only thing that would make me watch the pre the pre show. But if I time that wrong, I might end up watching two battle royals back to back, which will kill me. <laughs> yeah, we, that'll you, kill you me just, before it started. Yeah, and you just don't want to do that. You yeah. really don't want to do that. So speaking of uh, all guys, we've got Triple H and Batista in a no holds barred match. I know we've we've spoke about this in recent weeks. I, I'm not overly keen on seeing this, um, as, as I've mentioned. Uh, I totally get why 
that have this match. Obviously, Batista's a big movie star, brings in a lot of casual audience. And yada, yada, yada. And, and, and I'm sure it'll be part of it. It'll be fun. But, you know, at this stage of their careers, I, I just, I'm not really too keen on seeing this anymore. We've, we've seen it years ago when they were in the prime. By this stage, you know, I know Triple H can still go, but I prefer to just see him continue to sprinkle his magic over NXT and maybe bring some of that to, to Raw and SmackDown. So um, I don't know about you, Guy, but I'm, I'm just... Look, I understand people, there are people that do want to see this, but I, I just don't particularly want to sit through 30 to 35 minutes of these guys yeah, duking it out. Yeah, that's the possible problem for me. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it much more than you, obviously. But um, it's just how long it goes. I mean, I don't want it turning into a, another DXV um, Brothers of Destruction match where it is literally just painful. But I think both, both of these are able to actually like walk and stuff. So <laughs> I think that helps in that regard. I, I I think this is added I think this is adding something to the card. I mean you mentioned in previous shows I think this will be one that attracts in um more casual viewers, but I also think it'll just be interesting. I think the fact that they've added um Triple H's career on the line as well, that's uh, that'll make it more interesting because you could you could see Triple H hanging up the boots. No. Nah. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I think I think it could to make it more of an iconic moment, but I think Triple H winning is more likely. So I'll, I'll predict Triple H winning. But I'm looking forward to this. I think yeah. it'll be good fun and hopefully yeah. not sad. I think, I think what from the wrestling side of it, what they really didn't focus on enough until they, they kind of forgot and brought it up last minute was the fact that, yeah, you know, previous encounters, Batista's had the upper hand. So this is one of them where Batista wants one last match, fair enough. He wants to go in there against his buddy, and he's going to go out on his back, as is the as is the traditional way in wrestling. So, <clears throat> yeah, it's. I I think actually that Triple H thing, you know, if he loses that that stipulation being added, almost gives away mm. that, that he's that he's winning. Although saying it might, that it might be a it might be a twist though. <laughs> well, they're saying that stipulations are meaningless anyway, aren't they? I mean, oh, yeah, he'd be wrestling at Saudi even if he's lost. Yeah, yeah. Shawn Michaels retired. Um, yeah. Everyone retires and comes back and all the rest of it. So, yeah. Um, speaking of the uh, the old guy that's wrestling that can't walk, oh, <clears throat> and it is quite sad, look. It, it's it's kind of sad to see now because Kurt Angle, in his pomp, was one of the best I have ever seen in the ring. He was you know, around about 99 when he debuted some early 2000s, he was just incredible, really, really incredible. But, you know, he's long since past his peak. Um, you know, he's banged up, his body's you know, failed him now. His body's in, in a pretty bad way. And, and it is a real shame, but um, hopefully he has a good, a good farewell. A shame that he's taken on Baron Corbin. Perhaps it would have been a bit more fitting if his um, last match in WWE at WrestleMania had been against uh, maybe John Cena. What would give you such a strange idea there, Sandy? Eh? <laughs> um, mm. It's just, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's nice Kurt Angle's getting this moment, and I think it's nice that he's realised 
that he should be retiring. Because I think this the this last WWE spell, I mean, it's had obviously last year's WrestleMania was good. Um, introducing Ronda Rousey, it was it was a good thing there. But outside of that, you can't really think of anything that hasn't been a bit of a sad sight to see. Um, yeah, it's it's it is a shame it's Baron Corbin. I mean, even on this little going away tour, we've seen so many matches that could have been much more better. And I know they've been building this car. Um, I was going to call him Karen Boring there. <laughs> um, Baron Corbin. Um. Uh, story's kind of been built with all the general manager crap and all that stuff. Um, all the well, his whole spell as general manager and all that jazz. But Baron Corbin getting a singles match, even if it is only going to be five minutes, even if it's that, it, it it's it's such a waste. You look at the other talent in the roster who's there. Um, Kevin Owens doesn't have a match. We've not mentioned that yet. Um, Andrade is in the um battle royale thingamajig. Um, it's just it, there's so much more talent you could use there. It's just it's just a crap sight to see Baron Corbin, who people genuinely just don't like. It's not because he's a heel; they just genuinely are bored. He, he's boring, and he's an all right speaker when you give him um, rehearsed lines and stuff like that. But he's just he's just boring in the ring. He's boring on the mic. I don't I don't see how he's got. A singles match and Kurt Angle's go uh, retirement match. I just it just it don't make sense. No, I I, t- I totally agree. Yeah, I'm afraid he does bore me. Uh, I just think it would have been kind of poetic though, you know, John Cena being there yeah. as it's Kurt Angle was. Yeah, well, Kurt Angle was the guy there. Obviously, when John Cena made his debut, it was with Kurt Angle. So it would have been a really sort of nice way to wrap things up. But um, hey ho, we'll see what happens. Um, another one that I don't want to say, Shane McMahon versus The oh. Miz. Falls count anywhere. Um, this, we you could see it from a mile away from a long time ago. It's been pretty awful. The Miz as a, as a baby face is just terrible. Uh, Shane McMahon as a heel or a baby face is just terrible, I'm afraid. I, I'm really not not a fan at all. I just really don't want to see this. And and one of the worst things to come out of this as well has been using sanity as as a job spot for him, for The Miz. I just, uh, who on earth ever come up with that idea needs to be fired because this is just awful, really, really awful. Yeah, I mean, as I mentioned with Triple H and Batista, that can attract in casuals, but... I, this doesn't do that. I how the hell does it? I don't get the purpose of this match. This this one is going to get twenty minutes. This it gets Shane McMahon on the card. That is the purpose of this. Yeah, but why is that a purpose? Well, because of his surname. I don't give a fuck. I'd rather have Vince right fighting. <laughs> um, I just I don't see the point. Why? I mean, it's. I've seen the purpose in the past where Shane can put over people, but it's the Miz. If you want to build him into a main eventer, which I can, this is that's the only justification I can see is if they want him to feud with Brian afterwards in kind of a weird role reversal to to try and right the wrong of the shit feud they had in the summer. But that that's not going to work. No, it's <laughs> it really isn't going to work. Wrong, yeah. yeah. 
it, it, I, it, I don't see the point. It, the only thing I can see is if they're going to push Miz into the main event. And again, why? Why would you? Why yeah, would you do that? You've missed an opportunity there a long time ago. Well, not long time. Probably this year you've missed an opportunity to do that. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah I, I'm not I, asked. I, I just don't see the Miz as a main eventer. I'm afraid. I think he's, he's a good, he's a good mid card heel. Does a good job there, and that's pretty much about it. Um, looking elsewhere, also on SmackDown, like we've got AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Now, over recent years, Randy Orton has bored um, all and sundry. Let's let's face it. But I've got to say that the build to this this match in recent weeks has been really really good. Like. The uh, the promos have just been so, so good. And I'm actually looking forward to this one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when we were doing the fantasy WrestleMania stuff, I mean, uh, the build was only like a couple of weeks old when we did that. Uh, if, if, if even a couple, it might have just been one. Um, and, and I really wanted to see this match. And it just, it just makes sense. And this has pretty much came off a nothing build, really. Um, it's just saying, all right, you, you two don't really have a match for WrestleMania. There's a natural story there with one being a WWE guy, one being an indie guy. And, and they've just made it work perfectly. Um, and, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to this match. I, I think this could kind of be that um, Randy Orton, CM Punk, Randy Orton, um, Seth Rollins match that, that that seemed to steal WrestleManias in the past. I think this could be that that this year. Um, I I think this could be a proper scene uh, scene stealer of of the of WrestleMania, but it might get lost in the shuffle with the, all the matches that we've yet to discuss. But I'm I'm looking forward to this quite a lot. Mm, it, it seems strange almost to be looking forward to Randy Orton match, but <clears throat> yeah, I think the, these two they've just brought them together, and the promos, you know, whoever's ideas are worth, it just needs to be commended because. The promos have touched on reality, and and you know AJ Styles this past week mentioning um, Randy Orton failing drug tests and things like that. It's you know when when you touch on reality in them ways, I, I think it really sort of resonates with the crowd, and it's and it's just sparked something into this feud that doesn't have a title, and and, and it's been really really well you know, well put together, and it and it's only fair you know we. <laughs> We do criticise them where we feel it's um, justified, and I think it's only right that we we give them credit for this one. Oh, so, no. yeah, looking forward to that one. Um, another one: Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. There's been rumours over Rey Mysterio being injured. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, he can go, and we'll see see what becomes of that. Um, it's it's a shame that they didn't have um, Andrade C and Almas in this as part of maybe like a, a triple threat, so that even if Rey is injured that they can still kind of get through it. Um, but I, I guess with, with the recent build involving family and whatnot and the hint towards that, it's, uh, you, we, as you mentioned, um, Joe's just choking his kid out here, isn't he? I hope so. <laughs> I, I really hope so. I mean, There's a nasty I, side to you, Mr. Drinkle. I, mate, it's going to be so funny. <laughs> Joe's getting Joe's about to lose, and then all of a sudden he starts choking out Dominic on the side of the ring. Oh my god, that's going to be so funny! That'll be that'll be the best thing of this WrestleMania. Nothing will top that. No title win, no Brock Lesnar losing his title. Joe choking out some twenty-something kid. It's just going to be funny as hell. 
And I really hope this match happens just for that. But I um, I think today we'll put it in the group. Possibly Kevin Owens could sub in here. But I'd love the match. But then I'd have to pick someone to win. And I don't want to do that. Because Samoa Joe should have this title forever. Till he wants to. Yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying Joe's champion. And uh, and that is a good call, you know. Because this is the thing. They have really dropped the ball on the way that they brought Kevin Owens back and handled him since. Um, there was a little teeny bit there on that Kevin Owens show, that you know, his um, chat show thing, mm. where he says, and my guests, and he, <laughs> the Viper, and then he goes to the next card. Randy Orton, <laughs> it's all like he didn't know who he was. Uh, just little things like that. Kevin Owens is brilliant, and... And it is, like I say, they've really dropped the ball the way that they've brought him back. So, yeah, KO against Joe would have been an awful lot of fun. But it w- it's just a shame that if they do sort of spring it without a build, that it will take a bit off it. But, yeah, I'm loving Joe's champ. Yeah, he he should keep it forever and ever and ever and ever. I mean, if it is him v Ray... I mean, I'd be so disappointed if Ray won. I really would. This Joe, this Joe things, it he he could work masters. He could do masterful things for the mid card of either show. I mean, the dra- I think the draft's a week after WrestleMania. It, he could he could do such a perfect job in in heightening anyone's career. Yeah, it's almost as though he would have done a good job with the WWE Championship last year and Unsp- added a bit of fire back into that as well. Hmm. Unimaginable success. Hmm. Unimaginable. Yes. Anyway, moving swiftly on. The Intercontinental Championship. Oh. It has been vacuumed into uh, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> um, so he's going to be taking on Finn Balor, but it's going to be the Demon, as we saw by that. God awful um, little segment on screen with Finn Balor awkwardly stood there with his tongue hanging out for about five minutes. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, that, that was bad. Uh, and it didn't really need that. It just, you know, all, all it really needed was him, him changing to the, to the demon and then out, you know, screen fading out. That's it. That's all it needed. That is all it needed. But, um, <sighs> I'm 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 hoping, guy, that this is just we get to see the Demon Balor at WrestleMania, which is something that you should see at WrestleMania, and he gets the title back, and that's the uh, that's the good bits that we can focus on. Um, I hope it's thirty seconds. I re- I hope it. I hope this is literally five minutes tops, entrances included. I, I mean, why? Why? Why is Demon Balor in a feud? Not even a feud, a match with Bobby Lashley, the Charisma Vacuum, as we've called him. This yeah. could only get worse if they put Baron Corbin in it in a triple threat match. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, a few minutes. A few a minutes certainly does make sense, sense, doesn't it? Feeds into that whole Demon yeah, character, and yeah, and also gets Bobby Lashley uh, off our screen as quickly as possible. Yeah, that that's the that's the main thing there, and I mean, we thought when Finn, well, I hoped and thought when Finn won it on, I think he won it on TV in in stupid circumstances. They could have had him win Fastlane or whatever it was before WrestleMania, and then build into an actual match for that is WrestleMania worthy, and we're gonna get 
Demon Balor, well, hopefully, and I imagine he will beat Bobby Lashley quite quickly, because, I mean, he's only been used a handful of times. Um, and I think he's I think he's won every match on the main roster, at least. Mm. That That's all you can hope for, is that he wins pretty comfortably. I think the only match that he's had that was competitive with was Seth Rollins and AJ Styles off the top of my head. Um, but it just seemed it just seems stupid really that he's he's having to waste this on Bobby Lashley, who's awful. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, Bobby Lashley and Baron Corbin. Yeah, them both go in the bin. Um, Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. Um, I've enjoyed this. I, I think these mm. two of of the chemistry has been pretty good. Um, Drew has been getting himself back. You know, getting him away from Baron Corbin and Bobby Lashley is a good thing, and getting him back into that sort of mad psychopathic character. This this is a match I am looking forward to. I, I think the build for these two has been good, and and I think it'll be a good match. Yeah, I do as well. I think this will be really good. Um, it's it's just it's been really interesting what they've done with this. Um, the well the the fixed the Drew shite as you as we pointed out uh, getting them away from them to fucking abysmal fuckers um and look what he's done in the space of a few a few weeks without them it, he's gone back to being almost king of the heels especially on raw um it's just I, i'd love drew to win this but he's not gonna is he roman reigns is gonna win this i think most of us know this but i think when Roman wins, I don't think that stops Drew from, say, going into the main event after this, because the build-up to this, he's beat Seth Rollins. If Seth Rollins wins the title, there's still a natural feud for him to go to Drew afterwards, and that's what I'm hoping for post-WrestleMania. I think Roman will win, but I think Drew long-term will be the one who gets put into the main event quicker, and I think we'll save Roman for a bigger moment later on. Mm, interesting. <clears throat> yeah, interesting. Right, into the tag team division. Um, we've got no Raw tag team titles on the line as we speak. Mm, um, uh, that, that could yet change because, you know, 15 matches is obviously isn't quite enough. Uh, and the way that they've been booking the Revival, uh, well, ever since they came up to the main roster has been pretty odd. To, well, actually, no, since they got injured they first got injured, has been pretty odd. So even though they're champions, they've been put in a pretty weak position. So it's, um, we, we haven't, we, there's nothing uh, with the revival as yet, but that might change. On the SmackDown side of it, though, we suddenly got uh, the announcement of the Usos versus Ricochet, Alistair Black, or Flips and Kicks, as we call them. Uh, versus the bar versus uh, Nakamura and Rusev. Um, what are we calling them to? Shite. <laughs> oh, dear <laughs> me. <laughs> the foreigners. That's probably what Vince calls them. <laughs> <laughs> the, just, 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 just give up, guys. Just, just move on. Just, just move on. I like that. <laughs> yeah, just move on. Resign, please. You, you deserve better. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, request your release. There we go. <laughs> there we so we've go. got the Usos versus Flips and Kicks versus the Bar versus request your release in a four-way, fatal four-way tag team match for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship. How's about that one? 
Um, this is going to be fun. Um, this is normally what the tag team division becomes on WrestleMania, unless the Shield's involved. Um, it just turns into a, into a mad multi-team match. And I, I think it's just a shame, really, with the Revival not getting a match. We've seen even even how shitly they've been booked, even in matches that they've been given time, they're still putting on great matches. Um, I, I don't know why they had a title match on Raw. I mean, you could have done the revival with kicks and flips and had a fucking five star match, um, and you still could have had. You probably could have if you subbed in New Day, the other two members of New Day, and it, and it kicks and flips side, um, on SmackDown. I I don't see what the damage would have done there, but I suppose there is still time. But there's not really any more teams I'd what I'd like to see versus the revival at WrestleMania. But I I can just imagine them losing the tag team titles on the night after. Um, really. Um, I hope they get moved to SmackDown, but I think there's still rumors they want to leave WWE, and I yeah, you can you can bloody see why. <laughs> yeah, you can understand because they are. This the the scary thing is that they just don't seem to have any idea of how to book the tag team division. It's mm. just booked so badly, and it is a real, real shame because there's some really good tag teams there. You could have. An absolutely stellar tag team division. It's never been this really stacked in my it, like. Obviously, we got the in my. Like you've obviously uh, seen the Hart um, Foundation and stuff like that. Um, but I think back to the Dudleys, Christian and Edge Hardys, and then beyond that, I can't really remember that many more. But now, now you think there's the Usos, the Bar Revival, um, any random numbers of shite you want to put together. It's just new day. Um, Undisputed Era are going to come up soon, we imagine. Um, Offers a pain were there. Sanity were there, who who were good um, before. Yeah, before, yeah, Insanity. It's just, uh, it's so stacked and it's an afterthought when it could be, it could be the crown, could, please, the curtain raiser for any. It could be the crown and the jewel. jewel. Yeah. Uh, and the that's not... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, something like that. I, yeah. I, I was getting what mixed up. What I was getting right? mixed up with the Saudi <laughs> show there, wasn't I? Could be the greatest tag team battle royale ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, look, I, I, as an old-time fan, I used to. I've always loved tag team wrestling, and it used to be a real stalwart of of the uh, of the card. You always had a strong tag team division. It was it was a big thing. You know, you use the tag team division as a way to. You, you know, to get the most out of guys who maybe couldn't sort of get over enough as singles competitors or as a way to build a singles competitor for the future. You know, you got them exposure as part of a team and then obviously then they can split. They've got a natural storyline before they then move on. Think of like the Rockers, obviously Shawn Michaels with Barty Gennetti before Shawn Michaels was ready to go on for his singles run, the Hart Foundation, Bret Hart, you know, the tag team division has a really good role to play in, in wrestling as long as it's used right. And you were right. You know, there was a point there when with Edge and Christian, the Hardys, the Dudleys and, and others as well, you know, it, it kind of it reignited and it's such a, it's such a great thing when it's used properly. NXT use it properly. WWE main roster, unfortunately it, it did have a good period um, about a year or so ago, where we had the New Day, the Bar, the Usos, and others. You know, we were having some 
absolutely killer matches. Mm. And then it just, yeah, it, it becomes an afterthought. And it, and it is a real shame. It is a real shame. So it, it could be a good match. Um, do you think Do you think the titles are going to change hands? Because I, I don't think they will somehow. Um, I doubt it. I really doubt it. I think the Usos are the only ones there. Um, the only others I could see him put them on is kick and flip. But they're still kind of fluctuating between shows, so I don't mm. think that'd work. Um which is a bit it's a bit weird. But yeah, I think I think the Usos will keep it. And on the women's side of it, there's a fatal four way tag team match for the WWE oh, Women's Tag, tag team, team Championship as well. Oh, so obviously oh, nice and equal. So we've got the boss and hug connection, Bailey and Sasha Banks taking on uh, Beth Phoenix coming out of retirement and Natalia uh, versus the Iconics, uh, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, which are just a comedy act. There's no two ways about it. Uh, versus the Big Lasses. Um, I'm not expecting too much in the way of uh, match quality here, Guy. I think yeah. that's, that's the kindest way I could put this. Yeah, it really is. Um, piss break. Ultimate piss break. I mean... Other than Corbin the Angle, but I'll watch that out of respect. That respect that really sounds like I'm building. I, I'm putting myself up a bit there, but I'll watch that just for Kurt Angle. This is the ultimate piss break on this card, um, other than the Battle Royals, obviously. Um, but yeah, th- this is the proper piss break. This is going to be shite. Um, we know if if Bailey and Sasha somehow lose this match, I, J- Jesus Christ. Um, why Why would you bring Beth Phoenix back for this, really, with Natalia? Natalia is the most boring person in the women's division, really. Fair enough if they just putting her there, but that's obviously what she's been through with her father and stuff like that. It's obviously emotional, fair enough. Um, But you've got the big lasses there who, if they get through this match without injuring someone, that's a success. Um, Iconics, really fun, funny. Not really the place for WrestleMania, but fair enough having them there. They had a couple of nice spots in the Elimination Chamber. But why isn't there an NXT team there? Really? I know I know they're in the women's championship match, but gee, you know, uh, just, just so shit. It just, all it does is just highlight how shit the women's division is when you go a bit deeper. Mm. And you could have put you could have put Nikki Cross in here with someone um, to make it more interesting and actually build some new people. But no, you've brought Natalia, who's probably going to retire soonish, and Beth Phoenix, who is retired. The big lasses, who, as I said, are dangerous. Simply dangerous. And fair enough, the Iconics have a role there. But it just doesn't make sense to me. And I really hope this is between five and ten minutes. And I hope I really hope Sasha and Bailey win and go on to better things Soon. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. That, I, that, that, sorry, sorry, Andy, but this division started off so badly. It, it, yeah, it, I agree. There's a reason. There's a reason there wasn't a t- women's tag team division. Yeah, I totally agree. And yeah, hopefully, uh, Sasha and Bailey just keep the belts, move on to other things, and don't get injured. Um, so that <clears throat> that leaves us with the three main title matches. So there's the big story. Leading up to the matches of Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston, Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins, and Ronda Rousey against Charlotte versus Becky. So 
this, these are the, the the main titles, guy, and these are the ones with the big storyline. You know, the whole thing leading up to it. Um, the women are going to go on last, and you know how it goes with these the feel good moments of you know the the story building up to this, so you get your feel good moment of, you know, the baby face coming out on top. I just can't see that we're going to get three out of three in terms of baby faces going over here. Can you? Um, no, simply no. <laughs> uh, uh, so that's the big thing is, so out of the three, which do you, do you think, what do you, in terms of like, you know, the, that, that traditional storyline of the, the baby face getting, getting their moment in the sun, you know, going over, do you think we see two out of three or do we, or one out of three? Or, or big, big shock, shock time, time zero, zero out of three. Um, I don't think it can be zero because I think people would riot. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be one. Um, oh god, now now I'm not sure which one to pick. Um, oh. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes. Until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm, I'm, I'm torn between one and two. I am torn between one and two. So am I. But the more... I really think they're going to swerve us with Becky, you know. I think Ooh. that's going to be the big one. Well, let's let. Uh, yeah, sorry, you're cutting, but let let's start off with with uh, Daniel Bryan yeah. and Kofi yeah, Kingston because, yeah. uh, I mean, it's a really sad thing to say about this. It's the WWE Championship. It has over fifty years of history and lineage, and it's it's, it's mid card in terms of this event. There's not which is which is a real. It's a crying shame, but. The, the feel-good thing for this and the whole story, obviously, is Kofi um, having to fight through about 25 different gauntlet matches to eventually get his opportunity. You know, this has been a chance thing that they've fallen upon. Obviously, um, got had sort of a little bit of the feel of, of Daniel Bryan from, from years ago. But I think the Daniel Bryan one came about more organically because of... Um, people feel people recognize Daniel Bryan's talent, and they they felt that he needed to. 
he deserved the better push than he had. And he's had a title run, but it was uh, almost insulting. And CM Punk had mentioned Daniel Bryan not being used well. And I think that kind of everyone just got behind that. Yeah, Daniel Bryan, why isn't he being used? So I think that one had a bit more of a momentum behind it. The Kofi one is kind of, I think it just almost came out of nothing that, Everyone was like, suddenly, yeah, we like coffee. Yeah, that would be good. Like, why don't, yeah, why don't you do this? And and fair play to them. I think they've capitalized on it really, really well. And it should be a good match, Guy, but I really don't think we're going to see Kofi Kingston hold the title aloft. No, um, if it is, I think it, if he does win, fair enough. But it's the first black WWE champion. See, I, I, why would that the be rock, the, the rock will say no. I, you know, the rock will say I was because, which I know, I know there's people that don't agree with that, but you know, he's, he's half Samoan, half African American. Um, is that not, I mean, what, what, what would he be described as then? I'd, you know, we don't go into semantics, but, um, Undeniable you know, black champion. Then, let's uh, say well, yeah, it's, I, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's been there's been world champions there with with Booker T, with Ron Simmons. So, yeah, I I, I, I don't like to get drawn into all of that, like, but I, I see it more of myself. I just seen it as it's it's the good it's a feel good story because it's Kofi who's always been. He's either tag team or he's sort of mid card. He's been, or he's always put on, you know, f- like fun spots, fun matches, and it's almost it's it's like the underdog kind of getting his day, you know, the 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 under underappreciated un- underdog getting his moment in the sun, and and can he can he do it? And and rather than it being that kind of slant on it, I, you know, I'm just seeing it from the underdog side of it, and. I, I just don't see it happening because the way that Daniel Bryan is, I, I think it's just made for, and it's the irony as well, isn't it? Because this is the role that Daniel Bryan used to have. And now you've got Daniel Bryan on the other side of it saying you don't deserve to be in this spot. So it's, it's kind of delicious irony. Yeah, I, I think, I think Bryan will win. I think one, it'll be Vince kind of getting his way well i'm supposed I, I imagine he, he's not too big a fan of daniel bryan but but i think he's proven to be a money maker whereas is is if kofi becomes the wwe champion i mean is he gonna go is he gonna move above the new day because I, I imagine new day is the biggest money making thing going outside of the, the obviously the huge one outside of the group's new day will be that but it, it is if kofi gets the big one is it going to kind of separate them possibly so, uh, yeah, I, I think I think Brian will win. I think I think Vince can only take so much happiness, and I imagine I imagine he doesn't like the fact that he's not getting his way with Kofi. And I think the fact I, it'll kind of just feel a bit for me anyway. I I know I know it means much more to people. Like I know today was mentioned in WhatsApp. It'll mean much more to him. I think. Uh, not to get back on the race stuff, but I think he's mentioned he thinks that Kofi would be the first black um, champion. And to have, uh, just to finish that point, I think to have that in kind of probably the first half of the show, maybe the halfway mark, 
and I think you're just underestimating the moment that it could become. But as long as the WWE Championship's on SmackDown, it's always going to be in the mid card of pay per views, and especially now that the joint pay per views. So it's just a weird one. I th- I think Daniel Bryan will win. I think his his title reign still got a lot of mileage, and if if Kofi won, I think even then, I think Bryan would get it back pretty quickly. Um, so yeah, I think Brian will win whether it's not whether it's at WrestleMania or very much short term. I think Brian would win, and I think that he'll try and move on. Vince will try and move it on from Kofi right sharpish. Mm. The thing for me is that that will that WWE title should be it's it's a main it's a main event title, yeah, and I nice. as much as I like Kofi and, and I love. You know his his back catalogue of of work. I don't I don't think he is a main eventer. I think he's 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 really lifted his game, and you're seeing more from him. I think if anybody from the new day is a main eventer and is and is the guy to put a world title on, it's Big E. I, I think there's just so much money to come from him, and, and and I do wonder whether that's what this might sort of start. Is we get the slow burn towards maybe Big E breaking away, and and seeing him with the world title, I, I think he could do great things. Yeah, I think long term he's obviously the successful one. Obviously, he's kind of um, he, well, he's he's just a Vince Mall type person, isn't he? Let's be honest, he's he's absolutely huge, and he, I think the New Day spell obviously kind of rescued his singles career because that was kind of going. Um, yeah, I, I th- think that the big th- the thing for New Day for for Big E is he's really been able to relax, and you mm. you you can see how much charisma he's got about him, yeah, yeah. and that's the thing he can talk, he's got the charisma, and he's yeah he's got the size, he can work. I, I just I I do I think it, this the, the thing to maybe come from this is build up towards giving that platform to Big E allow him to now sort of spread his wings. That'd be the interesting thing if Kofi does win, if they try, if they eventually do split the New Day, as I mentioned earlier, if they split it up and eventually have Big E versus Kofi, or maybe even a triple threat match, because I'm a big fan of Xavier Woods. I think he's, he he could, he could get his own, he could probably build his own niche pretty easily out of that. But um, say if they, if they ended up splitting, you could see Big E v Kofi easily um, down the line. Um, but I, yeah, I agree with you. I think Big E's probably got the biggest future out of them. But I've just got to reiterate, I think Daniel Bryan's going to win. I don't think Vince will allow it, if I'm honest. Um, yeah, I think what you said, you know, too too many good feel good moments, uh, and that's it. You don't want the crowd to be um, all drained out of emotion. You almost want them being for that moment, uh, which I don't think it's going to come from that. So then. You've got Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins for the Universal title, which you would imagine with the women going on last, this was probably, um, it'll be late on, maybe one or possibly two matches between this one and the women going on at the end. Uh, just for just as you mentioned, look, you know, you don't, Vince doesn't want you to have too many feel-good moments. And also... The way that on, on the go home show on Raw, you you had Seth Rollins getting the upper hand, 
it is making me feel like, oh my god, they are going to keep the title on Brock, aren't they? Oh, mm. we, we, it, it, which is, you know, it, it's not good for the title because it's barely seen. But not only that, you know, Seth has been on absolute fire for like a year and a half, and and I just think there are, you know. <laughs> He's, he's. I think he's really, really upped his game. He's back up to his peak, and there's there's potential of storylines there for him with Drew McIntyre, and who knows, maybe an, a one with Roman there as well. And it's like, let's get the title off Brock and let's get it back into uh, high caliber matches on TV. But yeah, I, I'm worried, guy. I am very worried, um, but. I'm get, I'm trying to outthink Vince McMahon's bullshitometer. <laughs> um, I think this might be the one way we get given. Um, I think this might be Seth winning. Uh, I hope it's the one Seth. I, I'd rather have Seth win than Becky win, if I'm honest. Um, I think obviously it'd be great having Becky win. It'd be it'd be one of the best moments ever. But in terms of the long term, having a champion on Raw. It's so good. Eh, I mean, you might we might get we might get two. We might get Seth and Becky. Probably doubt it. Um, I think we'll get Seth just for the fact that there's so much, there's so many people who were there ready for a, for a title match. And the next time we'd see Brock would be the Saudi thing, which I think is June, which would be shit anyway. Um. I think we'll get Seth, and then I think we'll eventually get Seth v Brock v Roman, either at that Saudi thing or SummerSlam. Um, so yeah, I, I think I think we'll get Seth winning. I pray we'll get Seth winning. Yeah, it'll be so. It'll be so important. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think I think the title needs it. That's the big thing. Is the title really needs it? It really, really does. Um, and let's hope we get it. So, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, um, after the horrendous way that they booked Asker and just flipped the title over to Charlotte, oh, we've now got win, uh, we've now got winner takes all. Um, I, I've got to say, guy, this is a, a feud that was really really hot, but it's it peaked too early, and it, I think it really cooled down from overexposure in recent weeks, but. That segment they did on Raw was it was good, it, and it was kind of a lot of fun. Even though I, I don't know, even though they've maybe slightly overused the whole police thing, it it was that was a fun segment. Yeah, it really was. It really was. I, I fully agree with um, your point about it being oversaturated because um, they've been building it since Survivor Series, which was December. Maybe even before that. Um, I'm pretty sure it was December, which is a long ass bill for for something that you obviously got. You kind of got to keep it on fire from January to April as well with the rumble and stuff. Um, oh Jesus, I, I, this one it, it's it's been mixed. I mean, at the Asuka thing, obviously, it might as well touch on it now. I I hate it. I really hate it. Um, it's. It's just disappointing. It it really disappointing. Obviously, Oscar, Oscar wasn't going to have a, a huge match at WrestleMania, but the fact that you've 
you're kind of joining the women's division together. I think it's just putting a nail in the coffin because if we get if we're getting Shayna Baszler coming coming up soon, what's she going to feud for? Is she going to go straight into the title match with whoever wins? Then what's Charlotte going to do? What's what's Ronda going to do? What's Asuka going to do? And there's 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 tens of others that are there. What are they What are they going to do? Because we've seen with women's booking, <clears throat> if it's not for a title, the story tends to descend into utter utter shite. I mean, we saw that Mandy Rose v Naomi thing. That is probably the most likely thing we're going to get. It's just going to be jealous bitching between two women and just painting them as something. It just it's going to go back to the old cat fight thing, and it's just it's just stupid. It's really stupid. And obviously, you mentioned the tag team division earlier. That's awful as well. So it, I think it just leaves so many people hanging, having one belt on. I know they'll probably go go between shows if they do keep it as one belt. But I I just don't I don't see how this helps the women's division long term. It's just going to make it one storyline focused, and there's going to be a lot of people who are kind of like on main event if they're lucky. Um, So, yeah, I I don't like that. But in terms of this, um, the build build sparked back into life with the thing on Raw. I mean, the police car with Becky. Apparently, the police drive you from Washington to Baltimore, I think it was, (laughs) between between SmackDown and um, Raw. So, yeah, that that was uh, strange. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's just... This this is such an important moment for um, women's wrestling, and I think they've, they've they've ultimately done it very well in in difficult circumstances, keeping it keeping it hot for so many months as we mentioned, and I'm glad it's the main event. Um, and I really really hope Becky will win, but I think Charlotte's gonna win. I really do. I I think this is gonna be a big middle finger just going, "Here's Charlotte, fuck yous." <laughs> yeah, the the whole winner takes all thing. I mean, I, I do think they'll they'll keep the two belts. I don't think they'll they'll get them together. Um, and I I don't know quite how they'll go about that. But I'm I'm torn. I think because of the build and because it's going on last, um, to finish the show with a heel and. I don't know. I, I don't know whether they'll actually do that with Charlotte, even though you can absolutely see them doing it. You just imagine it is going to be Becky, but I, I don't know. It's it, it's a strange one, isn't it? With with the two belts being involved, quite where they're going to take this or what they're going to do with it. Um, that and that's let's uh, let's say, guy, that this is assuming that um, that Ronda does actually kind of step away after WrestleMania. Yeah. We could we could be on for a slight swerve. Can you imagine if Ron if um if Ronda wins both the titles? <laughs> Can you imagine what the reaction's going to be of the crowd? Oh, I mean, it'd probably be. I mean, it'd probably be better if Ronda won than Charlotte because if they wanted to just confirm her as the biggest heel in the company, that's how you do that. I mean, I think Charlotte would be a different type of heel because you can kind of see her. It's kind of Roman-esque. Like, you can appreciate her, all the talents and stuff, but you know she's getting forced down our throats. Uh, whereas with Ronda, it's like a huge swerve and you just confirm her as this 
absolute twat. <laughs> so I think that could kind of, I think that could kind of work if Ronda did. But I think the difference between Ronda and Charlotte is he kind of Charlotte's the Roman type of heel where obviously she is she is playing a heel, but it's for you're booing her for a different reason. Yeah, this is. I mean, this is harking back to um to the Rock being the corporate champion. Uh, in that era, so you had the, the Rock and Stone Cold, uh, and this is almost them, you know, Charlotte and Becky taking on those roles, and predominantly you, you did have Stone Cold getting, you know, getting the moment at WrestleMania, uh, but then they would use other pay per views in order to to wrestle a title away and get it on with the corporation, so that mm. you would have Stone Cold chasing it again. So I don't know, I. I, I just go with logic in that it's the final match. You're gonna go. You want it to. It's an iconic moment, and you, I think you want it to go out in the right way, given that it's the first time you're ever gonna do this. And I think if it went with Charlotte, the, the crowd reaction would be so bad. I I don't know whether it would be something that they'd really want to be putting out there. I I think it's. I do think it's gonna be Becky. Um, and Becky holding up both titles, the crowd going going nuts, uh, lots of casual observers, people saying this is why you need to get, you know, we have to start watching this show, get behind this product. And then maybe Vince finding some way to screw her out of one of those titles or something like that. Who knows? But um, I, I'm, I, I'm going to stick with Becky. I, I think we are going to get the feel good at the end. I just worry about whether or not we get the feel good with the title, the other two before it, I, I, I do wonder whether he's going to make us wait and bear for that feel good moment right to the very end of the show. Mm. I think there's two ways of looking at it. You get the ultimate good thing with Becky winning and you've put Charlotte in the match simply to take the pin or Charlotte's there to piss boil, boil piss. I think that's probably the best way of putting it. I mean, that's the two ways of looking at it. Charlotte's taking the pin or she's there to just absolutely boil the piss. I I, I think that's it. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll go with Charlotte to be different. But, I mean, this is probably this is probably one of the better reasons they made it a triple threat. You could literally see any of them win. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. that's actually that's fair. That is fair. Yeah. I, I wasn't too keen on the, on that idea but yeah that does certainly make sense so uh, uh whatever happens i mean it's obviously it's going to be a huge event it's going to be a long event as we've mentioned but yeah there is some crap in there but the, there also is some good stuff in there and ultimately you know the, the show could be going off the air with with an iconic moment that will you know really sort of resonate for years and years or the biggest amount of booze we've seen in years. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you immediately go for the negative. <laughs> uh, both would be iconic, though, in different ways, I suppose. But uh, I hope Becky wins, I hope Seth wins, and Kofi, it, I, I've never been a fan, um, so I'm not asked about that, but it'd be mm. cool. It'd be cool either way, but I'd, I'd love to see Seth win and Becky win. Yeah, I, I mean, look... As an all-time fan, obviously you get nostalgic about old shows and whatnot. But when you go back and look at some of the WrestleManias, even even from the peak era, um, there was a lot of crap on that card. There's no two ways about it. There was there was two or three fantastic, um, uh, you know, attracted to attract the attention, great matches. 
uh, but there was a lot of crap. So there's there's a lot of crap on this, but there's there is it's pretty stacked in terms of there should be a lot of good stuff as well. So um, all in all, it's just a matter of getting through some of the the amount of crap that there is, and the fact there is just so many matches, and then it's going to go on for such a long time. But but it it should it should be worth it, guys, shouldn't it? Yeah, I think, I mean, going through it match by match, I mean, apart from the Battle Royales, I think there's definitely more good than bad on paper, at least. I think the big no-nos are Corbett and Angle, the women's tag team match, and that's all I had in the Intercontinental title match. Outside of them, I think you can, I think everything else has got potential to be good. I know okay. you've got different feelings on Batista and that. Yeah. yeah. So, so what's what, your if you're going to pick one uh, a match to steal the show? Then what do you think it's going to be? Oh, if it's Joe V Ray, I'll say that for choking out Dominic. <laughs> that's not a match. That's just a moment. Yeah, but imagine it. <laughs> but, right. If we get a ma- if we go a match, then um, I will say. Oh dearie me! Um, I'll go AJ V Randy. Yeah, I'm going to go the same. I've got, I do have a feeling these two are ready to put on the killer match and steal the show. So, uh, but yeah, um, <laughs> joking joking out Dominic could be a great. <laughs> if that's an awful joking, thing. If hey, that's the main hey, event, if that's the finish to WrestleMania, happy days. <laughs> hey Ray. That moment where Joe choked out your kid, that was fantastic. <laughs> Imagine Vince or Triple H pushing, just absolutely, just, just pitching that to Ray, right? <laughs> we'll give your kid a job, but you have to get absolutely smashed by Joe at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. Anyway, look, that that's that's it for this show, guys. Um, like we said, look, a lot to get through. Uh, we, we managed to get through the lot, managed to cover it all. And next week, Guy, we'll be back to review everything, won't we? Yeah, we might have to discuss the draft as well. Um, we might actually have to do two shows, Andy. I was uh, just thinking that. Uh, can, yeah. can we even squeeze all that into no, one show? Because there is a lot not. there, isn't there? Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll see what the draft's like. Or I'm not sure actually what week it is, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, today, yeah. was, today was been asking about getting on, so we might get him on for for some yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it all plays out, and then uh, whatever happens, you'll either get one or you get two shows next week, guys, because uh, there's a, there's a lot to uh, to look back on. But anyway, for for now, that is it from us. Um, that was your that was your episode one, two, three, ABC um, edition of the Pro Wrestling Index. It's your WrestleMania uh, weekend. Uh, don't forget, do get in contact with us on Twitter. At PW underscore index is our Twitter handle. And thanks to everyone for listening. But uh, until next week, from myself and Guy, it is bye-bye now. powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.